1: Of the world, Steve Fingerstyle.
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're an athlete that so happens to be listening today or you're into mixed martial arts or you're a mixed martial artist yourself, go to Black Belt CBD Products and use promo code THEPODCAST25. They have everything from roll-ons to tonics to lotions, anything an athlete needs or wants. I use it myself. I mostly use the rub-ons because I have a lot of back pains and shit being a tall person and all. So I use it. It works. No side effects. It's great. So please go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com. And if you're a woman, that's who happens to be listening to the show. Please go to poppyapparel.com. That is a women's clothing store. They have everything from top to bottom, any season, any fashion, everything a woman needs or wants. And if you use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D, you'll get 10% off. They ship worldwide, and it's free shipping with $50 or more. And if you're into collectibles, in the sort of like nerd culture, anything from wrestling to autographed athletic cards, anything a nerd needs or wants, go to firstrow.ca. This is a Canadian company. Everything is in Canadian funds. So if you're American, that's what happens to be listening. You'll get it even at a cheaper rate. And they update daily, so you can check it out every day in that firstrow.ca. And if you use the promo code podcast 20 you'll get 20% off. And lastly, if you want to support me directly... Please go to my merchandise store at tpublic.com. You could search the podcast, or if you're smart enough, scroll to the bottom of whatever device you're listening to. The link is there. It'll take you directly to my page. I have everything from t-shirts to hoodies to phone cases to mugs to even pillows, whatever you need or want, even onesies if if you have kids out there. So go support me directly at tpublic.com. So, this week's guest is a mixed martial artist with a professional record of 14-2 and two and one bullshit no contest. You might have seen him fight in such organizations as the WSOF, Pancreas, the UFC, and he currently fights in the flyweight division of Ryzen. Ladies and gentlemen, the monkey god, Jared Brooks.
2: What's up, y'all? Glad to be on.
0: What's going on with you, my friend? Where I, I didn't even ask before we start recording. Where are you located right now? Where are you calling me from?
2: I live uh, in a little suburb of Detroit called Lincoln Park. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's it's pretty nice area. It isn't Detroit, that's for sure. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're familiar with the northeastern like weather and everything, because me being from Toronto, that's probably you know what. I think from here to Detroit is about a five to six hour drive, depending on how fast you drive. So we're yeah, not too far like away from each other.
2: Yeah, not too far.
0: So how's the weather down there today?
2: Uh, it's not bad. It's, it's, I'd say it's probably
0: about 50, 52. Okay, same here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so the winter's coming, right? It's pretty ass. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking sucks, that's for sure. Okay, before we get into anything, I'm sure you've talked to shit about this, but I need to know, where did your nickname Monkey God came from who gave it to you where did it come from what's your origin story about this
2: well um my managers they first started calling me uh the spider monkey oh right okay. and it was off of that Tyler Dega nights movie they thought i was like a little kid whatever like i'm coming to use, like spider monkey bullshit <laughs> right. and uh, and i didn't like it i was like the spider monkey no i i'm with that and really? i was like I'm, so, I'm something more than
1: this <laughs> okay. you know what i'm saying right
2: and um I don't know. I was just, I was just really young. I was like nineteen years old, and I okay. was just like the Monkey God. I was like, that sounds legit. Like right. the Monkey God sounds legit. And uh, my managers hated it. Everybody hated it. <laughs> and then now people are starting to jump shit. Right? They're like, oh, the Monkey God name is actually pretty cool, and uh, it, he's actually um, an actual god in Hinduism. Okay. Hanuman, the Monkey God, and I didn't know that before I picked the nickname right but um but yeah i uh i pretty much picked my own nickname it, it, call me a douchebag call me whatever but um uh, yeah i i like the nickname and it sounded cool and it fit right. me pretty well because i do uh i mean I, I don't act like a monkey but when i'm in the cage right. or when i'm training mostly i uh i do a lot of monkey shit so
0: are you ripping people's faces off too
2: um <laughs> I mean maybe with my palm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. Cool. And plus it's something that you could actually market and that uh, you could have like even on Twitter your handle is like M- Monkey God. Like you know what I mean? Your name's not anywhere. If people know you, obviously they know your name is Jared. But if they don't, they strictly know you by Monkey God and to me that's fantastic marketing.
2: Well, people people know, uh, have like if you go to Tapology, which is a oh, MMA website, that's right. pretty big. Um, I you know, I'm looking up and people were calling me Bam Bam at first, and then they were calling me Spider Monkey, and then I look around and I'm just like, everybody has the nickname Bam Bam and Spider Monkey, and you know, I'm I'm somebody different, I try to go outside of the norm, and uh, some people are going to hate it and some people love it, you know.
0: No, that's awesome. Like for ex, I love it. It's again, it's unique. Like you said, you don't want that usual name that everyone else has, and also you don't want to take someone else's name or whatever. So, no, that's pretty yeah. cool. So, be- before you became a mixed martial artist, you were a high school wrestler. You actually went undefeated in your senior year and capturing the state championship, right? Yes, sir. So, what got you into wrestling? And did that? Oh, and in the back of your mind, did you always know that I was going to lead MMA? Um.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> The UFC came out the year I was born. and oh, wow! And in okay. uh, 1993, right. and I've been watching since I was probably three years old. Okay. The first fight I can remember, I think was Boss Rudin versus Kevin Randleman. Oh
0: wow, that's going back! And I was a
2: huge Kevin Randleman fan. Right. But um, I am Boss Rudean. I love Boss. My dad was a Boss Rudean fan more than me. But okay. uh, But yeah, we, um, my dad knew that this was something that was our calling. Uh, oh. As far as wrestling, and he knew with me, uh, MMA was my calling, and he was always interested in it. Uh, oh, that's cool. he's, my whole family—I um, don't even have my dad's last name because we are pretty much known for beating people's asses and going to jail. <laughs> okay, gotcha. so um, Ford is supposed to be my my real last name. Okay, but I took my uh, my mom's last name instead because of the uh, the hype <laughs>
1: right. that
2: my family was getting from. Beating everybody up in the town.
0: No, I get it. And
2: uh, and um, yeah, my dad. He had a. I remember he had a big box, and uh, there was only two things in it. Okay. <laughs> it was a big box, but right. uh, he had a gee in it, and oh. um, you know, I, I was looking at Hoist Gracie at the time, of course, and people were fighting in gees in a wrestling singlet, and right. he told my brother and I pick, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I picked. I picked the Gi, and he right. picked the wrestling singlet. And oh. so uh, he's he's more of a wrestler-based uh, guy, and right. I'm more into MMA. So it is more of like a, a manifestation kind of thing. And, um, yeah, uh, wrestling, he got us into it. Uh, I was like six years old. I won my first state championship my first year. Right. I won triple crowns. After that, I didn't lose for like five, six years as wow. a kid. And, uh I was on ESPN Rise, all of that stuff, right, right. But, uh, but my brother, I wouldn't be anything without my brother when it comes down to wrestling and beating my ass, my brother, my brother and my dad and my whole family pretty much, I, I, I was the, the beat up dummy right. throughout, the, throughout the whole all of the years, so um, yeah, getting my ass beat in the octagon is not going to happen because I've just had it happen way too many times on the outside.
0: And that's the thing with, I don't know, I, I'm assuming you're the youngest then in the family?
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the, so the young gun.
0: I could say, I could be uh, sympathetic towards you as well because I have two older brothers and they're much older like 9 and 11 years apart from me, right? Yeah. So again, I was the punching bag and I guess that's what made me as much as I hate to brag on them for what they've done to me, I am who I am because of what they like you know, you understand cuz yeah. it makes sense, right?
2: Well, it's always that bigger brother thing like uh like my brother, he's an amazing fighter too, dude. Right. Like he's just a, a smart MMA geek. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He he
1: he creates websites, yeah.
2: photography, and stuff like that. So when it comes down to to like fighting, he could actually be in the UFC competing at 135 pounds right now. He was nine and zero right. as an amateur, and then he just quit. <laughs>
0: Shit, that's it. For what reason? Is um, that anything specific, it, or he just didn't want to?
2: I I think it was just him wrestling in college and him just uh, prioritizing. He, he was oh, okay. uh, he, he didn't have the the arms reached length like me with MMA, so.
0: Got you. Perfect. Okay, so let's talk about your UFC run. You had, what was it, four fights there, I believe?
2: Yeah.
0: Now, I'm, I'm curious about your last <laughs> fight. I'm sure, again, you've talked to death about this, but against Tor- uh, Shorty Torres. In my opinion, yeah. you were up on the scorecard. You were going to win that fight unless what happened happened. What was going through your mind when you lifted him up and slammed down, and then all of a sudden you woke up and you're like, fuck, I lost?
2: Well, um... I actually won my last fight. It, it was against Roberto Sanchez. Oh, that's and,
0: right. Okay, gotcha. And
2: um, they cut me off of a win, which was surprising. It was it was my it was a four fight contract, which I understand. Right. You know, had to do what you had to do, but um, yeah, with with Jose Torres, uh, I was beating the brakes off of that motherfucker. And <laughs> right. I was. I, I mean, I, I was surprising myself out there. I okay. was like, "Holy shit, Jared! Like you are." doing the best you've ever done right and and in, in the second round i i picked him up above my head which i do in every practice and i do that slam a lot in practices okay. you know what i'm saying and, right uh, sorry practice partners but uh <laughs> I, hey. I do i do a lot of those slams and uh against my practice partners and i uh, i did it against cj hamilton which he's okay. a, a really good fighter too right but uh, i had him up in the air and i was like okay this is gonna be the same old same He's gonna land on his back or his head, and you know we're gonna go from there. Right. Then, then what do you know? The last thing I remember seeing was uh, Dan Mergliata's big ass.
1: <laughs> right. Me,
2: me looking <laughs> at me like I was like, look, maybe he's the one of the reason why I got knocked out because I was looking at him. Hey. And, and uh, all of a sudden I I get waking up woken up and I see Dan's face again and I'm right. like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Shit. And he's just like, dude. No,
0: like, <laughs> that's it. Eh? Oh man, that must be yeah. such a heartbreaker. My God,
2: it, 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 it was a heartbreaker, but um, it it's not as bad as um, losing in Brazil.
0: Oh shit, that's right.
2: I beat I beat Davis and Figueroa, right, and and I got fucked on that call, man, and right, right. I. I was undefeated, dude. Just imagine if oh, Davison, right. Davison Figueroa. he's 12-0, and 0, right? right? I was 13-0. and 0. Yeah. And I, if, if I would have got that call, I would have been probably fighting for the belt right now.
0: Most likely, yeah, of course.
2: Like, I mean, I got less of the Jose Torres fight. But right. that was before the Jose Torres exactly. fight. Exactly. I probably Who knows wouldn't the... have fought Jose Torres. Exactly.
0: I was just going to say that. You're right. Yeah. But, if,
2: but let's get this straight. And if uh, I hope Jose Torres watches this. Okay. If he wants to go at it again, we can do it again, bro. I can beat the brakes off of you one more time and and cancel out that slam, all right? <laughs> so uh, if he wants it, let's get it. And Davidson Figueroa, I want to get back in the UFC, and I want to knock the brakes off of that dude, too. Because, I mean, my wrestling was controlling him the right. whole way, and then in the third round, if... I, we were, we would have been boxing. I would have been out boxing him because you're so worried about my wrestling.
0: Right, exactly, and you know, you know what I'm and that's what sucks about. I know what the UFC needed to, needs to do, and it's global and everything, but <laughs> they need to be in the markets where it's controlled and it's not so. I'm putting up parentheses, fixed, like you know what I mean. And it, it's hard because, especially when you go against someone that's from that country, you already know you have to have a spectacular performance in order to just get that W if it goes a distance, right?
2: Exactly. And uh, you know it—it's it, my fault too for for letting it go the distance. But Davison's a tough motherfucker. <laughs> sure. Who's going out and and <laughs> beating, knocking out Davison figueredo Nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, They're that's all, true. The, if he loses, it's the way he lost to me, right. uh, Juicy F. Armiga. Juicy F. Armiga was the was the only way that he he probably loses. But now he right. gets a title shot, and I'm I'm
1: right. like,
2: dude, are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: Exactly. Those <laughs> and are the I, losses i And I'm
2: sitting here on the couch fighting for fucking WXC.
1: Wow.
0: You see? See how life happens. I fight
2: for Ryzen too, but that's like that's like twice every six months, man. That ain't enough.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay, well, before we get to Ryzen, uh, the, you brought it up too with the UFC. You got released after a win. Do you think it was because of that whole thing that was going on where they were saying the flyweight division was going away and then they dropped. Because you weren't the only one that got dropped from the flyweight division. It was a bunch of other guys too, right? So yeah, there's a lot. Man. Is that what was going through your mind? Maybe that you're like, okay, maybe it's not that they don't want me. It's because they're getting rid of the whole division. But they weren't. And they, that, they, well, exactly. And that's what I was going to say. They weren't going
2: to do that in the first place. What oh, they're doing okay. is they're watering down the division because Demetrius Johnson left. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you have all those, all those really, really tough guys that were in there okay. and you water it down, then it's going to make one guy just like Demetrius look amazing. Right, right you know what I'm saying, and so they gotta rebuild up the whole division, and then hopefully they can take us back to where the new guys to where we're the new guys, and we can come in and be like, okay, this is a new era you know
0: no exactly, and I don't understand what this whole stigma is about about the so called smaller guys that are not exciting, like what don't you like about speed what don't you like about technical aspect like and obviously some of you guys do still have the power aspect too, and
2: I just i'm don't not, get I'm not it. gonna I'm not gonna because uh, I know you're you're a tall guy You mentioned it earlier Right But um, your average American Or you know Canadian right, right. is 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 uh, like I'd say 6 foot okay. To 5'11 Right Right And when guys are, are watching MMA They're subconsciously like I'm fighting this guy
0: Oh I see what you're saying you See understand? I don't think that way That's so, why Okay but,
2: but they don't But the guys that don't understand technique mm. And the, the levels of it Right They're gonna be like I can beat the living shit out of this Chucky doll.
0: Gotcha. I guess that makes sense on that level. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they
2: don't. They don't want to. They don't want to watch the little guys fight because they think that they can beat the shit out of them. But in real terms, they would get their ass beat by you know All a top them. level 125 pounder.
0: Of course, it's like how we say fat doesn't translate to strength, right? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I, I still don't get it, but hey, to each his own, I guess you can not convince those people, they're the ignorant ones, and hopefully as the the sport matures and it's the more aspect of it being an actual legitimate. sport. I mean, nothing sport, against
2: the fans, we have some great fans. Oh, of course. So I love the fans in MMA, and they pretty much skyrocketed to where we are right now, but just, get, just put a little respect on 125.
0: Thank you, there you go. And you know what I think it is too? I think deep down, they know you guys could kick their ass, and that's why they put it down they get mad thank you right just like how it's the same exact guys who don't like the 125ers who don't like the women who fight as well you know what i mean yep the exact same type of personality <laughs> fucking idiots <laughs>
1: I, love, I love watching women fight man
0: right what's wrong with it again technical it's smooth like and what i tell it's sort of chauvinistic the way I, pr- I present it but i don't know how else to say it to someone who's ignorant but you uh mma is the only sport where the women are almost on par as the men. Like, you know, like when a woman throws a punch in MMA, it doesn't look like a girl is throwing a punch. It looks like a guy is throwing a punch. Yeah. Well, versus if you watch basketball, the girls aren't dunking. If you watch Never. hockey, they're not hitting as hard as the guy. Like, you know what I mean? If that makes sense?
2: Well, I mean, you look at Amanda Nunez. <laughs> right? <she's> pretty... <laughs> Dude, I used, to, I used to be her wrestling coach at oh, okay. ATC. Nice. And uh, she, she didn't have any wrestling when we first started. Oh, wow. And, uh, she is the quickest learner I've ever met in my life. Right. She would. She. She literally was, like, not getting taken down by the men there in Shit. two months. See that? So I was like, okay, she's legit.
0: Yeah, see, there you go, proof in the pudding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so how was your whole experience with the UFC then, barring not getting signed, obviously? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Was it a good learning experience? Obviously, you said you want to go back, so.
2: Yeah, man, my dad, uh, when he came and he was in my corner, Oh nice. That's probably my most memorable UFC experience. And uh, you know, being able to to put my name in the likes of like Ian McCall. Like Right. I mean, I, I was talking mad shit against Ian McCall, but Okay. I respect the guy. Right. The guy who was ranked third in the world, he pretty much brought the flyweights into the into the atmosphere besides Demetrius, you know what I'm saying?
0: That is true, yeah. The originator. And, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, that was that was a really fun experience, especially for a, a UFC debut. Even though he didn't get to fight, right? Um, that that was very fun. Uh, Brazil, I hated it, <laughs> absolutely hated it. Hey, I, I'm nothing against Brazilians, man, but sure. But they're people. They're people in Sao Paulo. They're very racist. They can't oh. stand Americans. They don't stand them. Are you kidding and I, me? Dude, I was at a wow. restaurant and I was chilling in the hotel restaurant, and okay. I was waiting for my food. No, I was waiting to order. For like 45 minutes Shit And then Brazilians are coming in And they're getting greeted Treated And needed Of course You know what I'm saying While I'm sitting there like What's going on here And then That's horrible Yeah but like But they're talking You know Maybe it's the language barrier Who knows
0: You know True
2: But But as far as I saw I was like guys don't like americans that
0: well you know what with because with, again being from toronto we're multicultural we have literally every race here right yeah. from doesn't matter from all walks of the world every facet every, you go to every street there's some sort of different restaurant right so we don't really see it as much here but i do see it still a little bit whereas even myself i'm portuguese so I'm from portugal yeah. and even talking with some brazilians who are pure brazilian i still see the racism because our portuguese is different dialect so yep. as soon as I speak, they're like, "Oh, what kind of Portuguese is this?" Yeah. But but then on the flip side, you have these total nice Brazilians that are so sweet, so humble, oh, yeah. and so loving. And it's like, but I guess that's with every culture if you think about it, right?
2: That that is, man. There's some there's some douchebag Americans too. <laughs> True. <laughs> some real big douchebag Americans. But I mean, it, like that's just my my account on Brazil. Right. Ja- Japan. I love Japan, dude. Japan. They're the most. I mean, they're they're they might have. One out of fifteen dickheads. Okay. Right. Right? But mostly all Japan, all those people are just honorable, yep. you know, really, really nice. They just wanna be fans. They're the they're the true fans of MMA in my opinion. You go to Japan and you fight, you'll be like, Wow. That's like true this is the difference between American MMA and Japan MMA. People respect
0: it. See, I I can't wait to eventually go to Japan because I'm one of those fans. Like, I want to see an MMA fight. I want to see a pro wrestling fight because they're just as crazy for it. And I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. I'm a huge gamer, so I want to go and indulge in the video game culture and just walk around and see the scene. But I have one problem. I'm a pothead, and they don't really have weed there, and it's frowned upon. So to go to Japan and smoke weed, it's going to be like a tough tough mission for me. You know what I mean?
2: Well, uh, uh... I can't say
0: anything <laughs> We'll leave it at that No worries <laughs> I
2: get We'll it. leave it at that <laughs> But um uh, But yeah dude I think that uh Like Japan shows too bro I was at the, one of their Uh Crappy shows Okay Like supposed crappy shows for Ryzen mm. And that was in Nagoya At Dolphin Stadium Okay <clears throat> And it blew The UFC show away
0: Really? Fuck
2: absolutely they killed it i was hey and I, never against ufc i want to be back of course just because just because the ranking system baby i want to be true. number one
0: right you know? <laughs> makes but, sense
2: but showmanship holy shit
0: yep they do it right that
2: was that was that was everything that i wanted it was like a wwe kind of esque, mixed right. with the mixed martial arts right. and that's that's the kind of stuff i look for man
0: See, and that's why I loved Pride, and I'm sure Rising gets the comparison to Pride, where Pride was like the spectacle of a WWE event, but then you had the spectacle of an MMA event once once the bell rang, and you you know what I mean? And it was like almost no-holds-barred with kicks to the faces and this and that, and over-the-top characters, and I hate to say it, no testing back then, so you had all these guys juiced out, ready to go, and again, as a spectator, I'm talking, obviously, but... You know what I mean? It, it was it, it was the shit. But obviously, with the knowledge that we know nowadays, that wasn't the route to go. And obviously, you can't sustain anything with that type of fighting. But it, it had its place in time, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, right?
2: Well, Rampage Jackson pretty much made that whole promotion, bro. You look at Rampage Jackson; he could have been a WWE wrestler. Oh,
0: of course, he could have.
2: Dude, just ridiculously uh, entertaining, <laughs> man. I loved it.
0: It's so true. So, okay, so. You had your last fight with Ryzen, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how different was your training compared to training in, like, say, North America or South America? Did you go there early? Did you adapt? Did you bring over a lot of people? Like, how was it, the, the whole experience?
2: <laughs> Dog. I was... There was a typhoon, right? Oh, shit. There was a typhoon, so I, uh, I didn't get there till a day before.
0: Shut up. Dude. Ridiculous. Oh God
2: You know and, and, and people don't know You gotta uh, Acclimate man Of course Like as soon as you get there You gotta acclimate And you gotta Train You gotta do all that stuff Yeah wow. I, I got there Wait in wow. Let's go
0: Oh my god So how, did you stay afterwards At least And in, Well you said you did No nothing So what, it was just in and out A couple days
2: In and out bro I did 20 uh, Wait It was 13 13 So I was 27 hours in less than three days
0: oh shit so you really didn't I'm get fine. to enjoy japan as a whole then
2: I, i've been in japan twice so oh okay i i really enjoyed um like the the scenery and stuff like that but uh, yeah i didn't get to do too much traveling
0: okay so what's the reason why if you know or you speculate why you, there's only like so little cards with ryzen every year like You see, one FC putting out cards all the time, even Bellator and over here in North America and everything. So, what's up with right? Or are they trying to be that we have only so little shows that you have to watch it because it's stacked all the time?
2: Um, maybe, but it could be um could be a financial thing too.
0: Oh, okay. See, we're not privy to that shit, right?
2: And um, but that's the reason why they're they're linking up with Bellator, man. Bellator's got some real money.
0: Yep, of course they do.
2: And don't get me wrong, Ryzen is is paying pretty well. Okay. Ryzen Ryzen pays well, but but getting people like uh, Patrici Patrici Pitbull mm. on your card, being a double champ in Bellator, you're gonna have to pay. Right. Um, you're gonna have to get some some puds on your card too.
0: Yeah, and even their upcoming—I I, I don't know if it's a joint venture, but I see Ryzen promoting the fuck out of it. when Bellator is going to Japan, and you spoke of it, rampage, is fighting yeah. uh, F- Fedor, right?
2: Yeah, dude, and I hope I'm on that card. Oh, there you go. If I am on that card, then it's gonna even be more entertaining.
0: Well, of course, because you know how many eyeballs are gonna be on that shit, right? So it's just only better for you.
2: (laughs) Well, when it comes, dude, I'm an entertainer too. I'm not just a fighter. I'm an entertainer, (laughs) and I want, I want to make sure that people get their full, full money that they get. No, that's what I'm saying.
0: That's all. So being an entertainer, are are you a pro wrestling fan as well? Do you enjoy pro wrestling or not? I
2: started out. Uh, watching pro wrestling okay. until I learned that it was fake, and I was really mad. <laughs> it was a big let, big letdown as a kid. But uh, yeah, I mean, shit. you talk about you talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin in front of me. Um, I had a beer.
0: Oh, okay, that's sick. well, I know because I always say it too. There's always the two types of wrestling fans because everyone watches it as a kid. Obviously, it's on TV when we when everyone grew up and shit. And your era was Stone Cold. My era was Hulk Hogan. So it was always sort of yeah. on. And now you have John Cena. So you know what I mean. But it's always that you have the lifer who always likes it for the rest of their life, or you have, like you're in your case, you find out it's real, or like people always make fun of. I was introduced <laughs> to women, so I grew up and I said fuck wrestling, right? <laughs> hey
2: man, I gotta respect them. Like it, it's it was like a respect, nah. Now I kind of respect it because guys that do the tricks and all that stuff, dude, they're right. putting a lot more uh, body uh, damage. And it's true. S- s- MMA, you know what I'm saying? They they're going through slams. They're getting slammed on, you know, pretty much concrete. <laughs> you
0: know? Oh no, it's, it's ridiculous. True. No, I've seen a ring being put and torn apart. Because again, with, with the podcast, I've gotten to go backstage to events and talk to some of the wrestlers and everything. And it's crazy. It's so true with these guys. And what people don't realize is now they're doing all that. Now incorporate still memorizing lines like an actor, and having to travel twenty four fucking seven on planes on crammed cars. And yeah. still doing media rounds, and then still making a little bit of time to spend with your family.
2: Yeah, uh, that's why a lot of guys. I don't know if you watched Jake the Snake uh, special on Netflix. Yes,
0: but, uh, yeah, of course but, I did. Yeah,
2: yeah man, uh, drug issues just because they're that, all in pain, bro. Right. Like, all of them are in pain, and they they don't work out anymore. But if that, that's the thing, dude, you got to constantly work out through your life. If you yeah. if you are 10 years old and you're working out until 35 you can't stop it's true you got to keep on going or else your body is going to deteriorate three times as fast
0: see that's why you got to be like me and just eat smart and not exercise and then you don't have to be dependent on one or the other
2: (sighs) i'm the complete opposite (laughs)
0: oh so you just indulge in whatever and then just work it out after right
2: dude my metabolism is ridiculous oh yeah so am i
0: see but again now as i'm getting older because i'm hitting my 40s i'm starting to get that old man gut you know what i mean not that because i drink beer because like i said other than walking a lot i don't really do fuck all anymore you know what i mean yeah but that's because i know i have a fast metabolism so now i'm just trying to eat smarter so then when i reach a certain age i don't have to be like oh i have to work out every day or Vice versa, where I just explode and become three hundred plus pounds, right? Yeah, I've
2: been I'm I've been wrestling for like 20-something 20, 20 years, bro. Oh shit! And so you're always cutting my, weight and shit. My whole body, I feel I, I don't know how it feels to be forty,
1: but <laughs> right. I
2: feel I feel like I'm forty. You, you hear all that? It's carpal tunnel, all that stuff, man.
0: Oh, don't again. I feel I I don't feel what you're going through. I think I feel it because of my longevity in life versus yours in just combat sports, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I could only imagine. Well, hopefully, with all the everything that's out there nowadays with technology, all you fighters will end up having a good retirement and then not having to worry in the future, right?
2: Man, they gotta start paying us.
0: <laughs> and that <laughs> most importantly, uh, right?
2: They gotta start paying us, man. Because you you go to the USC, you're making you know twenty four a fight. You're, right. you're making twenty four thousand a fight, which is awesome. That's a that's a come up. But guess what? You got managers, mm-hmm. you got coaches, yep. and you got, you know, your regular lifestyle that you have to do and you got to fund your next camp. That's which true. is about $10,000. So how much money yeah. are you making out of that 28? Probably up to
0: Jesus. You see that? And see people don't realize that and it's again it's always with just the numbers. And I guess that's why maybe the UFC and other organizations put it out there to make it seem like, "Oh yeah, look, we are paying them." But at the you end you got you, you
2: got to really love this sport, dude. Yeah, in order to be in this, I, you got to love imagine. it and be obsessed with it cuz it'll break you down to your to your core, man. There's there's been plenty of times I'm just like, "What what the fuck are you doing, man? Like why are you getting punched in the face for a living and wanting to, you know, put your body through fucking hell?" And then you're you got you remind yourself again, you're like, "Dude, I've been doing this my whole life." Right. And you got you, you got uh, opportunities and things that would never happen if you weren't doing this sport. That's true. And I'm trying to be a champion. I'm trying to be the the Liu King against <laughs> Shao Khan at the end of Mortal Kombat. I'm gotcha. trying to get to that level. You know what I'm saying? And uh Of course. And all all these guys, man you see so much in the entertainment aspect in the UFC at least, so mm-hmm. much fakeness, so much, so much bullshit right. media that doesn't need to be in to the UFC. And mm-hmm. when you got, and, and that's the reason why they're making money. They're making it like TMZ. They're making it so fake. And I'm just like, dog, I can't do this. I like. Looking look, looking at all the hard work and, and shit that I put in, and then right. seeing, seeing that get outshined by some Kim Kardashian fighter. <laughs> fuck that.
0: It's so true. Nowadays, it's all about what you could bring to the table in numbers, and in how much shit you could talk, and how much people... Like, you literally talk yourself into title shots nowadays.
2: Dude, that's all it is. That's all it is. It's just how many fans you got on IG, how many fans yeah. you got on Twitter... You know, how many YouTube subscribers
0: you got. It's so true. And I hate it too. Like the fake... Again, this is coming from a guy who loves both MMA and uh, WWE. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I understand why UFC fighters and mixed martial artists in a whole do this. But at the same time, if you want to do that, go to fucking wrestling. Go do it there. Make a living there if you want to. This, I think, is like a pure sport. Like, keep it that way. Again, I understand the entertainment aspect. But same thing with football. Football. Like, they don't let yeah. it get out of hand. You're not even allowed to celebrate in the end zone anymore, this, this, and that. I know people say it's a no-fun league and all this shit, but at the same time, you have to understand it's a business, it's a pure sport. If you want to do yeah. other shit, that's why there's going to be the XFL. You want to celebrate like a stupid, crazy motherfucker? Go for it. Go join the yeah. XFL or something, right? But,
2: but but guess what? As soon as you do that, that takes away all of the hard work of the other fighters. You're... That's uh, you, the other yeah, aspect. Yeah, you, you did what you did in the octagon, but you separated yourself just with your... Your personality, which I right. can respect that, but at the same time, it devalues the whole sport.
0: Right, and don't get me wrong; I'm not saying everyone to be like a fucking robot and be the man yeah. and have a script. Right, you could show yourself, but again, you don't have to be like that bitch or that person who's fake or you're putting on an act. And as soon as the camera's turns Colby off, Covington. I didn't want to say it until so, so many words because you know it's not my my spot hey, to say I, it. But.
2: I, I I know Colby Covington. Okay. He, he is, he is not like that, bro. <laughs> okay, like literally gotcha. not like that at all until he gets in front of the cameras and he's all of a sudden, Oh yeah, I'm the I'm the woman's guy. I'm right. the people's champ. Blah blah blah. I'm like, shut up, bro. You have no you have no reason to fucking do this. And you're making people hate you even more. And then when you get beat, you ain't Floyd Mayweather, bro. You uh, are not that good.
0: Yeah, that's you know the what other, I'm saying. Yeah, that's the other aspect of it. It's true. See, in my opinion, it always came off that way, but again, this is being a fan. And from watching both sports, again, I shouldn't say WWE's or wrestling's a sport, but both aspects of entertainment, I sort of know who's real and who's not real. Like, Conor McGregor is really that fucking prick who's going around flashing his shit and doing all that. That's Conor McGregor, you know what I mean? And that's why I sort of like him. But I don't like Kobe, because you see, it's like, oh, you do this because of this. And and it's, again, this is not me talking my ass. There's Interviews out there before he became the fucking uh, Trump oh, yeah, supporter. He was yes, thank you. Right, and he was a nice guy. He was kind. He was funny. You know what I mean. And then it just yep. turned like something.
2: Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm trying to mess up the guy's money flow, <laughs> you guys. The guy, you know, I'd say top three in the world in his weight class. Right. But when when you're sitting there with a MAGA hat and making yourself look like a dumbass. Don't get me wrong. I support a president too, man. Like I, a lot of people don't. Right. I support our president just because he's our president. just Not just gotcha. because he goes and does shit like that. But besides that. Right. If you're using the president as a crutch for you to get big, bro, you need to quit. Just quit.
0: Yeah, but you got to admit, it's sort of working. Like, the president's son was at his last fight. He's gone to the White House. Like, you know what? So it sort of worked on his behalf.
2: Yeah, but how long is that going to last? I know.
0: That's the thing. And you could only be fake for so it's long. It's
2: four or eight years.
0: I know, it's true, it's true, it's, again
2: <laughs> and, and if Colby, and Colby I think <laughs> is like 20, 28, 29, maybe 30
0: Around there, sure
2: Yeah, I don't know if that's going to last him his whole career He's going to have to venture to something different besides POTUS
0: That's true, see, and on the other aspect, the originator as people call him You have Chael Sonnen You know it's an act, you know he's doing it But he does it in such a tongue-in-cheek way that you still like it You know what I mean?
2: Oh, I love Chael Simon's <laughs> Bullshit, bro. Like, right? I mean, he he's different than Colby. Colby is like, I don't know, man. I know it, there's it's something hard, about it. It's hard I know to to, to subjugate another <laughs> fighter, but
1: like, <sighs> what
0: can you do? <laughs> okay, you also fought for Pancreas. I didn't even know they were still around. I thought they were like defunct and gone, and like I thought this was back in the day.
2: God, dude, they're, they're still huge. Uh, a lot of the guys that are fighting in Ryzen are from Pancras.
0: Oh, okay. So there you go. And
2: uh, Deep. Uh, Deep is another organization over there that's huge. It's, okay. more of like a, it's more of like a wrestling submission kind of. But there's guys that knock people out too in there, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, all the Japanese promotions. They pretty much link into one at, that's at so uh, smart. Ryzen.
0: Yeah. See, that's how it should be. You know what I mean? And I think it just benefits yeah. everybody.
2: Yeah, well, America America needs to do that, man, because there's a lot of guys that are sitting on the shelf that are wanting to go into the UFC and right. get their name out, and who knows who, it, what guy sucks on the outside of the UFC and what guy shines inside of the UFC under the big lights. It's always
0: different. It's true. That's a,
2: it's, a, it's a different aspect, man, and uh, Cody Stammen is one of those people. Cody oh, yeah. Stammen is amazing when he's in the UFC, right. and then when he's out of the UFC, it's different, you know?
0: See, there you go. And then you have the guys who are vice versa, where the big light just stuns them every single time. Yeah. But then they go somewhere else, and then you're like, oh, they're going to come back. Then they go to UFC. Exactly. They fuck up again. No, I fuck up, but they, they don't shine. Then they leave. They go again somewhere else. Like, oh, no, now he's really back. And then it's like, yeah. oh, fuck. What can you do? Yeah, I know. Well, I guess everything goes both ways. But so the rules of pancreas are still the same. You could do open hand slapping, and it's more grapple oh, no, no, based. Oh, no, no, it's
2: MMA. Oh, now
0: it, they changed it completely then back in they the day. They changed it completely. Oh, I, I, okay. I knocked my
2: dude out. <laughs> there you <in> go. <laughs> i am like, messing around with this guy <laughs> i mean they're all really really slick jujitsu guys man they'll oh, catch okay. you in some stuff that you ain't never heard of before right. and i'm a purple belt and i've been rolling shit. since i was like six years old bro oh, and wow. I, I ain't never seen the shit that this guy pulled on me
0: <laughs> and i guess that's for you is good in a sense because now it's a learning curve and you could bring something like that and now you know it's available that you could possibly learn for a future fight right
2: yeah, dude, and and there's things that you got to do if you're if you're a, uh, a future fighter and you're wanting to go into the UFC or Ryzen, then you have got to fight outside of the country because they're wanting so. to see if you can compete with all of that pressure, all of that um, that time being on a plane. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're wanting to see that. So if you're wanting to get, wanting to get into the UFC, you need to fight in China. You need to fight in Japan. You need to fight in Russia. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a, a lot of organizations that'll take you. Oh, but I know. But that's the only way you're going to get into the UFC unless you're you're knocking people out in 20 seconds every time.
0: That's yeah, I know. Then you'll be on someone's radar. Then you start trending and shit. And then that's it. It's off to the races. But that's what, like one in a billion shot. You know what I mean? That's you're yeah. you're better off winning the lottery in that case. Fuck. Exactly.
2: <laughs> well, it's hard to get in the UFC, man.
0: Oh, I could imagine. Trust me. So dead or alive. Or even out of hatred or respect, in any way class, what is your dream fight that you would who, who you would want to fight? Mm. Size doesn't matter. You could be as big as them. They could be as small as you. Out of hatred, out of respect, dead or alive, who would you want? I,
1: to?
2: I'm going to pick two. I'm sorry. No,
0: break the rules. I love it.
2: Um, I want Demetrius Johnson. Okay. Just because I know I'm probably the... The worst matchup for him Mm. as far as um, taking him down. I could take Demetrius down 50 50 times out of 50. Okay. So, um, you know, don't get me wrong. The guy's amazing. He has accolades out of this world. Of course. But I think that I have the recipe for Demetrius. And um, outside of that, I would probably say Bob Sapp. Really? Yes, because he's a big guy and it would prove a point. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there you go But Bob Sap's the best You gotta admit His personality Bob Sapp
2: is awesome man I loved him <laughs> off the longest yard And, and it's not yes. Not a disrespectful thing No You know what I'm saying I don't have any Disregard for the guy But he is huge
0: Of course He's a tank you
2: got You got one of these Little guys like me right. Going against a big guy like him It's a freak show fight And I think people would
0: love it I think so too you need, And you know what They should Incorporate this more I don't know how they would do it, but maybe with the aspect of now having, like you know how they have those um, what's it called, those holograms for for concerts and stuff. Yeah. Why not have something for like uh, a fantasy fight, and no yeah. one's getting hurt? You plug in what you would think, what you would do in certain scenarios, and then you yeah. let it play out. You know what I mean? Why not? But
2: the thing is, the thing is that's I don't know, man, because you you want to have that like. That feeling in, in the back of your head, to where like if this little guy gets hit by this big dude once,
1: oh. it's gonna it's gonna
2: fuck him up. And if this I little see. guy gets this big guy down, right. then it's then it's over. You know what I'm right. saying? Just how it was in Pride. You oh, had yeah. you had in the original in the original tournaments to where uh, uh, you know Hicks and Gracie's choke, right?
0: Right, of course.
2: Hicks and Gracie's choke. That was a no. Um, they had the the little Asian dude. He was like 140 pounds going against. 220 pound guys you know that's a freak show fight and that's the kind of stuff that i like
0: and it's true again like we said or like how i mentioned it it had a place in its time now looking back it is sort of barbaric and what we know about head trauma and everything and what you should and should not do but again if it wasn't for that there would be no mixed martial arts right you got to start somewhere
2: yeah well as a fighter too if you're if you're concerned about uh Concussions and you're concerned about that, I'd say get out of the fight business.
0: It's true because I always hear it all the time. Because even with NFL guys, now they're talking out obviously all those guys are starting to get concussions as they get older and uh, CTE and all that shit. They're saying that if they would do it all over again, they would still do it. They don't care. They love being a football player and the lifestyle of being a football player that they don't give a fuck.
2: I'd rather I'd rather die a warrior than than die a coward.
0: See, there you go. Exactly. So if
2: I if I die doing this sport, then I love all my people that supported me, and that's it. But I'm I'm at 125 pounds. I don't think I'm gonna die over uh, anything except for like training. <laughs> knock on wood.
0: <laughs> Let's knock on wood because uh, unfortunately, I don't know if you heard that uh, boxer just passed away too. Another yeah. one, right?
2: Twenty seven years old, man. That's sad.
0: Yeah, I know, and that's what like the second one in a few months, right?
2: That's the that's the problem with with boxing, though. You got you got. Thir- two two and a half minute rounds, 3 minute rounds. Something
0: like that. Yeah, I'm not a real big yeah, boxing fan. T- t- yeah.
2: Two 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 hour uh, 2 minute rounds and those guys are slugfesting for 10 10 rounds straight. Yeah,
0: depending, yeah. Exactly. And
2: with the and I would say this is the little weight classes, um, they do take a lot more punishment mm. because the big guy, you get hit by the big guy you're once or twice, <laughs> you're done. But if you you could literally get five fucking concussions Going, going against a 155-pounder that is really, really good. Right. So when you have two <laughs> concussions and then you get your head knocked off of the, the ring, then, yeah, it, dying can happen, you know, and rest in peace to him and a lot of respect, you know, he went out on a shield. and That is true. That's, and and in a fighter's mind you can't ask for more
0: and that's what regular people don't understand like again i'm not a fighter but i understand well i don't completely understand but i know where you guys come from obviously being a fighter yourselves and you're like if that was me i would love it if every other fighter respected me in the same way too not feel sorry for me i did what i did and i loved what i was doing and that's it right
2: well it's just like a soldier man you know you got people putting putting their lives out for our freedom Yep. Stuff like that, so you gotta respect it. And I'm putting my my life out for entertainment. So, Literally, if, uh, yeah. if if people love me, hate me, then uh, I don't really care. But just respect me.
0: What about bare knuckle? You in, you a fan of that? You know how it's all on the big rise, and all these guys <laughs> are making a big buck over there just to go over for a little bit. Yeah,
2: it's it's uh it's one of those things that it could it could deescalate real quick or it right. get huge. You know what I'm saying, but oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of in the mid range of, of MMA and boxing, and um, I think that it, it's it's very entertaining sport. You got two to minutes admit. to work with, and and I don't think there's that much brain trauma just because you can't use palms; you're right. just using your fists, and yep. most guys are worried about you know breaking their hands. So it's true. Um, but yeah, there's some killers in there, man. Don't get me wrong. You got my boy Charles Bennett in there. I love
1: Charles Bennett.
0: There you go. It's true. And you got like all the so-called old timers and guys who can't really roll and do the whole aspect of MMA. So if they want to do it and this is all they want to do, so be it to them. And at least there's a spot for the so-called boys to have a place to work, right?
2: Yeah, for real. And uh, I mean, as far as the English promotion, I heard they aren't paying people oh, after the fight. So that's kind of messed up, you know. But uh, no, of course. But yeah, come come to BKFC, you got uh, really, really good Good boxers,
0: man. Shit. Okay, so what's the? I always like to ask this when the fighters are on. What's the weirdest or craziest thing to ever happen to you, either in the ring, leading up to a fight, walking out to the ring? Anything crazy happen to you?
1: Oh,
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, pretty normal. I'd probably, I'd probably say after uh, after the fight. Diego Sanchez. Okay. Right? <clears throat> so this is like after the fights period. Okay. Like we're, we're in the hotel lobby. Oh, okay.
0: Gotcha. Right, right.
2: And Diego Sanchez is drunk as fuck.
0: Shit. Okay. And
2: he's, he looks at me like he goes and he goes like that. He's like, little man. And he goes and <laughs> picks me up. Shut up. And he's, he's so drunk. He picks me up on a shoulder and he runs me around the whole hotel lobby. Wow. And I'm just like, dog. Let me. Th- and I don't want to say anything because right. this is like he was like one of my childhood heroes. Of course, Ultimate Fighter. You know,
0: it's Diego, man.
2: <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was right after he. Uh, who, who did he beat? I,
0: I have no idea, beat. man.
2: It was. U- it was uh, the UFC in Texas. He beat somebody really good, but he was on cloud nine, and you can definitely that, tell by right by the elevation that I was on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god god bless that guy see speaking of guys who are authentic there you go you get what you get with diego sanchez oh, right
2: man he is exactly how he is on tv
0: <laughs> oh my god that's awesome okay before i want to touch on the mcu and all that stuff because i know you're into comic books you like the marvel universe and everything yeah what's your backup plan do you have one yet because obviously you can't fight forever is it going to be to get into uh, coaching do you see yourself doing something on tv like branching out, uh, having like a clothing line, like what's what's your yeah, final product uh,
2: here? I think I'm I'm uh, gonna take my money that I make mm-hmm. right, go into uh, massage therapy oh. and chiropractics.
0: Serious, good for you, man.
2: Yeah, because uh, you got a lot of. Uh, I, I mean, I massage guys at the gym all the time just right. because they're. They're not feeling good, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, man, I feel amazing. And I'm just like, yeah, I learned this from Wayne Hogerson, which is Robbie Lawler's uh, best friend. Nice. And uh, we're all from the same town. That's pretty much how I got into wanting to fight was Robbie Lawler, seeing him eat a bunch of tacos in front of me.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) There's a sight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I knew you can eat.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, that's pretty cool. And it's smart because it's something that, again – Unless you want to be in the spotlight, you're going to make a very good earning doing what you're doing. And you have the experience and you could offer it from both aspects as the, the person delivering it and being on the other side. You know what I mean? So it's win-win. Well,
2: I know how it feels to be a fighter and I know it usually hurts as a exactly. fighter. So um, it, it'll probably be mostly like uh, combat sports uh, affiliated.
0: Makes sense. Of course, why not, right? And then you could add yeah. your your like you said your experience to it. That's awesome. Good for you, man. And I'm
2: that and and I uh, I kind of want to uh, want to get into um, rapping. Are you serious? Yeah, I've been rapping since I was like nine years old.
0: Oh fuck, I did not know about this. Yeah. Okay, now I'm intrigued because I'm a huge hip hop head. I'm, but mind you, I'm '90s, early 2000s again. Being my age, being an '80s baby, I grew up on Tupac, Biggie, all that shit. Right. I consider today's hip hop garbage. I'm sorry if that's what you're into.
2: Yeah. Hey, bro. You know who my favorite rapper is of all time? Please tell me. Meth. Oh, there you Method go. Man. I Dude, love Method Man. Best. Hey, I love Redman, Method Man, all the Clan. Right. Um, you got Elzai. You got Detroit rappers around here too. Of course. That, that have been around. Um, you got Fonte. Some some of the best rappers are uh, '90s, early 2000 rappers, man.
0: See, and that's all I listen to strictly on Spotify now. I'm I- about
2: lyricism. I'm not about. I'm not about the beat. I'm about what you can do on that beat.
0: There you go. So you must love like the people like Kendrick and stuff like that. Then
2: I really like Kendrick. He's uh, he's somebody that just has a, a, a versatile uh, way of of showing you how he grew up. You know how uh, how his lyrics can can go into his emotions. You know what I'm saying.
0: Oh, no, I totally get it. Okay, how about Stranded Island? One CD or one album? What would it be? <laughs> Let's see your light
2: That's a really hard one. <laughs> I'm a, I really love hip-hop. I'd have to say... I, I mean, I, I'm a vulgar person, so... Go for I, it, so am I. I would have to say uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, man.
0: Oh, there you go. Nice.
2: First all, LP. I'm sitting there and I'm just like... It, it has some very, very hateful, vulgar stuff, but it's of what I grew up with and what I like a lot. So.
0: And you know what? Again, it's what he was trying to portray in his art. It was a different time. It was a different era. The man's not doing the... Spitting that same shit that he was before. Oh, no. Everyone grows up. And I hate this whole cancel culture shit where people try yeah. and dig up stuff. It's like, you got to leave it alone already. Like, just let yeah. people be. And if they're not that person today, who fucking... Can't people learn and be forgiven yeah. and grow like what the Be fuck? a
2: little bit but eminem is just as good as right? he was back then the dude has gotten way better lyrically that's true you know his voice might be a little bit different right. and and people can't handle it but uh listening to his last album i was like okay this this dude still got it
0: i was very surprised because i'm sorry to say was, again M, M is in like my top five of all-time rappers as well yeah and his last two before this one weren't on par as his early show. I
2: don't know, man. It, Nas- you think Zomatic, it was? Nas-o-matic, bro. Uh,
0: okay, but still, Nas- compared to his early stuff.
2: I don't know, bro. I might, I might stick with that, too. Well,
0: okay. I guess to each his own. <laughs> yeah. But that's a good thing about hip-hop. There's so much of it that it doesn't matter what you like. And the thing I like about hip-hop, too, well, nowadays, back in the day, I guess, when you had the East and West War... It's so respectful. Like, as long as you're an artist and you're doing it, people respect you no matter what type of hip-hop you've ventured out into. You know what I mean?
2: Well, and people are taking other people's stuff.
0: Well, yeah, but that's just a culture, And they're fine with it. (laughs) Well, don't get me started on the names of rappers, right?
2: Oh, God, Lil.
0: Lil Nas X.
2: (laughs) He's actually one of the Lils that I could actually deal with.
0: (laughs) Okay, there you go.
2: When you got got the other Lil Zan, Lil... Little Dicky.
0: Like, I, I've said it before. Little Dicky is my favorite.
2: <laughs> Little Dicky's funny. Is he? That dude is hilarious.
0: I don't know. I don't follow any of these guys. I'm just going off their hey, names.
2: Hey, he's actually lyrically gifted. Really? I, I don't lyrically, know I look, him, look him up on Hot 97, and okay. you'll, you'll actually be amazed.
0: Okay. I'll take your word on it. I'll take your word on it. So, are, are we going to be seeing some kind of work... In the future, some LP, some EPs coming out. Anything in the works for uh, the Monkey God, the rapper? <laughs>
2: um, it, it's a hobby for me right now, okay. and I I really like it. I haven't really been into a studio. I've met some really really brown groundbreaking guys like uh, Ninth Wonder. Okay, uh, he's a great producer, and uh, yeah, there's there, I have all the connections. I just got to okay. uh, I just got to get my my mind away from him maybe before i do that you know Makes what i'm sense. saying no, so of course. and i don't think that's gonna happen for a while but there you go but yeah i i mean i, I can't i can't spit you with bars right now
0: right but, uh no i wouldn't ask I, I don't put hey, people i can on the send spot.
2: you i can send you some stuff that i did on my phone and i think you'd okay. appreciate
0: okay okay there you go fair enough i'll take your word on it all right let's get into the mcu then or the marvel cinematic universe as they say yes first off not counting the Avengers, because everyone's always going to say it's Endgame or Infinity War. What's your favorite MCU movie? Oh, it's not. Not even. Okay, so what is it then?
2: Um, I would say, man, I really, really enjoyed uh, Venom.
0: Really?
2: Oh, shit. I enjoyed Venom.
0: Oh, you're on the I opposite the, end.
2: I, don't, I really don't like the, the last Avengers movie.
0: Okay, I didn't mind it, it. I liked it, I liked it, it was good
2: Infinity War was whack to me too, you know why? Incredible Hulk is one of my favorite people Okay, in the MCU And you got him looking like a little bitch That's true In front of the whole, like you got people like the Scarlet Witch Yeah Like doing more than the Incredible Hulk
0: Yeah, they made her a badass, yeah (laughs) It's true And the Incredible Hulk So iconic And then I didn't didn't like personally What they did Even with him in the Thor movies You know what I mean Yeah Like that I don't know It was just And even from the beginning When how many different Hulks have we been given There's been He's he's like now The third one or fourth And it's like I don't like to start Finish Start restart Let's start again Let's continue somewhere else Ah, It's so confusing sometimes But Edward
2: Norton Edward Norton Actually did the best In my opinion
0: Yeah he was good I didn't mind his yeah, It was very good, I, I'll, I'll admit that But it's true, they should sort have of given more to the Incredible Hulk And I, don't, I enjoyed really actually this last Spider-Man movie I think it was very well put together I haven't
2: watched it, because okay. I hate Tom Holland
0: well, Fuck off, he's alright
2: I, 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 I'm Spider-Man, fuck Tom Holland, really. <laughs> Tom Holland Tom Holland is a 14 uh, year old prenatal <laughs> kid And oh, he is a pussy in real life Right. And I seen him on SNL, dress up like a girl. Okay. And dance and prance around and I'm, and me and Spider Man is a man's man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though he might have that uh, in his voice, he's still a man's man. Right. And you got Tom Holland dressing up like a little girl dancing. <laughs> mm mm. Mm mm. That that ruined it for Tom Holland for me.
0: <laughs> so what about the previous Spider Mans?
2: Oh man, uh Andrew Garfield. Fuck no. Uh. I would say the only person uh, is Toby.
0: Right. That's that's Toby's why I consider he's the only
2: good Spider-Man.
0: I think so too. Even though the stories were a bit not the greatest, but yeah. uh, I think he's the best Spider-Man. Honestly,
2: he he played the best Peter Parker. I right. mean, it's, thank it's, you. It's, there you go. I mean, if you're if you're wanting a little high school <laughs> guy, then you can go with Tom Holland, and and you can at me with Tom Holland. I want to fight him.
0: So now I understand the tweet you put out when you said that if they bring the Spider-Man into the Venom universe as Tom Holland, that it's going to ruin it. I thought you were saying it the other way because a lot of people thought Venom was shit and a lot of people praise Spider-Man. So I thought mm-hmm. you were meaning that if Spider-Man comes over, it'll ruin Spider-Man. You're saying it's the other way around. Dude.
2: <laughs> Venom has twice as much potential as any film in the MCU uh, universe. It really does. Because... Right? Well, you got Woody Harrelson playing Carnage? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's that's going to be ridiculous, bro. Right. But if you bring Tom Holland and Spider-Man <laughs> into that shit, we're going to have some problems. I'm gonna be really bad. <laughs> for some reason I just don't like Tom Holland. I don't like him.
0: No, I get it, but don't you think I th- in my opinion at least I think Venom should have been rated R. Venom is more dark, it's more th- gritty. Like as much as they tried to push the envelope I didn't like Venom cracking jokes. I didn't like the the like you know what I mean the lighter parts yeah, of it. Yeah, they could
2: have they could have done a better job when it comes down to the de- uh, dialect of Venom.
0: I think that's what held and, it back for me at least.
2: Yeah, and uh, I just think that it, that it has a lot of potential though, just because you know you got Scream, you got all of these, uh, and I, I'm a comic book guy, so I there really really appreciate some of the stuff that they put into that film because in uh, uh, in Infinity
0: War. Oh <laughs> Well see, hmm. but that now I understand your gripes here because you've read the stories before and you know yeah. what the stories are supposed to be. So you must hate that certain characters are not even involved in this universe when they were such key components, right? How they
2: made how they
0: made captain marvel look, bro? <laughs> You're so disappointed. I wish people could see his face. <laughs> it's like someone killed his pet. <laughs>
2: Well, it's like, <laughs> Shit. it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, uh, make it better than the comic. If you're gonna make it into a video, you know,
0: right? I I never understood, and this goes for every type of genre. Even making a video game into a movie, making like a cartoon into a movie, a series into they always fuck it up. I don't know yeah. why.
2: Well, you know, Venom. There were some parts in Venom to where I was like, dude, <laughs> come on now, right? But then. In some parts, I was like, "Okay, this is actually pretty legit." And in um, and DC too, man, I'm a huge DC fan.
1: Okay. Like, oh. I love
2: Marvel and DC Perfect. equally. And okay. uh, you know, I'm a huge Joker fan. They the, the, the Jacqueline Phoenix portion of that, Hakeem, yeah. whatever his name is, sure. Phoenix uh, version of that was the everybody hated it,
0: but right. I loved it. Okay, so just it's, because so it's good, All just right.
2: because it shows what he's supposed to be. And why he is the way that he is, or it, it was all in his fucking head,
0: <laughs> which is I'm still saying? good.
2: <laughs> his his whole his whole life is multiple choice. You don't right. know, you know. So that, that's what I really appreciated about uh, him as Joker compared to Jared Leto. As you're talking. About superheroes, <laughs> 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 you got My girlfriend's like, you guys have been talking about superheroes for the past fifteen minutes.
0: <laughs> and it's even worse because I'm forty years old. <laughs> So I'm worse than you. Don't worry about it.
1: Hey, bro, I'm gonna be sixty talking about this shit.
0: Right. Same thing with me. I'm still a gamer. I still watch all this shit that I love to watch when I was a child. I just—it's good entertainment. Wait.
2: I just created sacrilege, by the way. What's that? Um, Deadpool. <laughs> right. Both the Deadpool's murdered it. Oh, Absolutely okay. Murdered yeah. it. Fucking Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I best. love Ryan Reynolds. The best. I, if right? I was the if I had a hero That I wanted to be like
0: It'd be Deadpool There you, And again you see It didn't work Because it was rated R Imagine if it wasn't Yeah true See So that's why I'm saying And even DC I think I've had this conversation With a former guest before Where Marvel should stick to It's PG General haha, You know Tongue in cheek rating yeah. And then DC should be more gritty More like mm-hmm. death More blood You know what I mean
2: Yeah I feel So like then you have
0: there. a balance of both And then everyone will want to watch it Because it's different It's not the same
2: Yeah Exactly. I mean, if they want the good, go to the Marvel. If you want the, the crazy killer, motherfuckers right. go to DC.
0: And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Everyone could survive. There's enough cheese for everyone, as they say, right?
2: Oh, man. I, I just... I watched this, the first Deadpool, like, two weeks ago again. And I was... Okay. I was awed, man. I was like, these guys absolutely killed this movie. Right. <laughs> absolutely killed it. But um, what I was really mad about uh, in the... Uh, in the last Avengers movie okay. was um, they need to have more of like Silver Surfer Fantastic Four yeah, that's coming in, being intervened into that. I mean, it, if you go into um, what is that? It was like the next big thing besides Infinity War in the comics.
0: Oh, with Gal- was it with Galactus too? Was he
2: in it? It's not Galactus, it's um.
0: I don't remember man Again Oh god man, I'm pissed
2: off I can't
0: This is a very long time ago When I actually used to read comics on paper
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey Comic books are Are the best We go to a comic book store Every two weeks My girlfriend
0: and I Oh there you go See And I'm glad people still do that I, I can't Like for me at least read. My wife does it all the time too She loves reading on her Her uh, tablets and shit but I can't I need to physically flip a page Even if it's a, a novel <laughs> com- Whatever it is I need to flip a page When it comes to reading at, so. <laughs> all right before i let you go i like to end the show with the dumbass of the week mm-hmm. all right okay usually they're from florida and this week it happens that <laughs> it's a couple <laughs> there are from florida so i don't want to put your shit on the table or anything but no you're good being arrested and being in the back of a cop car you're not thinking much but trying to get out trying to you know figure out what's going on if you're going to get in deep shit, you're shitting yourself, you're probably anxious, like you know what I mean, you're not thinking of really anything else, right? I would assume, right? So there was this Florida couple, first off, how they got into the back of that cop car was hilarious in itself, so I'll I'll, I'll show you that story first. They're riding down the street on their bikes, hammered and high as fucking kites, which actually I have to admit, as a 20 year old, and maybe I've done once or twice, it's fun as fuck, but I wouldn't recommend anyone to do it. (laughs) It's dangerous too, right? So they were riding down the street, but so happened they got caught by the cops. They pulled them over. They noticed they were zigzagging. Mm-hmm. They did, they failed the tests. They put them in the back of the ride, whatever. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to, like, be nice and figure out what to do and maybe, you know, just be normal.
2: Yeah.
0: And they're both handcuffed, by the way. They start to have sexual intercourse in the back of a cop car while the cops... hands behind their back? Yeah. They somehow... This is full... R- report from the cop, when he opened the door, he saw that the male had his pants all the way down to his ankles, his dick was showing, and the woman had half her titty out on one side, a full titty on the other side, <laughs> her pants down to her knees, I guess they didn't need to go all the way down to the ankles. Yeah. And they were doing it in the backseat of the fucking car.
2: <laughs> hey, the wonders of teeth. <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> true, you right? you do with your teeth. Hey, man, if you know that you're about to... Uh, uh, Let's just say if they did if they were gonna go away for a long time.
0: Oh I didn't think of that aspect you're right and
2: they're like you know what we could get a little uh, little stuff going on before I gotta go to jail for a long time
0: because they might be repeat offenders or maybe they had something else on them or something right
2: I mean if they're if they're drunk and high on bikes <laughs> then I mean they're probably repeated offenders. <laughs>
0: Well, again, I always say it when I bring up these people. They always show the mug shots. Let me see if I can show you the mug shot here. If you could see what they look like. Oh, wow. They don't yeah, look like that, the most that normal girl was people. On
2: meth. <laughs> that girl was definitely on meth. So maybe
0: that's what it was. Maybe they were just on some sexual drug and they couldn't help themselves.
2: I don't know, bro. But that that, that woman looked like she was Cletus Cassidy.
0: Well, you know what they say. If they look like that, they must suck a mean dick in order to keep getting it over and over, right? So,
2: or the or the other guy's just a junkie too. Shit,
0: and, and you can't get it have, anywhere else.
2: Oh God.
0: Oh my God.
2: You got you got Raggedy Ann and fucking Cletus Cassidy <laughs> all in the back of a cop car.
0: Only Disgusting. in Florida. Only in Florida, right? Hey, I
2: lived in Boca, bro. That oh, shit, did you? I lived in Boca Raton, right outside of Fort Lauderdale, and I've seen some shit that I did not want to see.
0: <laughs> oh my God, shit. Okay, one It's last... warm
2: and people can party, shit. Oh,
0: you know what? That is true. One last thing before I let you go then. Are you huge into Halloween? Are you a big horror buff since uh, it is around the corner?
2: She hates it. Okay. <laughs> But I am in love with horror films. Oh,
0: now you're talking my shit.
2: Love. What's your favorite horror film?
0: I'm old school, so it's Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I'll give you that. Uh, I would say Halloween.
0: Which one, though? Halloween.
2: The original? No, uh, actually, Halloween 2. Halloween 2 went hard as hell.
0: Okay. And you mean the original, that- John Carpenter Halloween?
2: Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. Not the n- not the, uh, Rob Zombie ones. Okay. I was so upset with those.
1: Really?
0: I had this again, this conversation too. I didn't mind it. It was okay.
2: It's just, it, it went against the Halloween layout that I'm oh, used to. Gotcha. Because I'm a huge fan of it, man. I, right. I, and I enjoyed Hellraiser a lot.
0: Thank you. Not too many people I, are into that shit. I loved it.
2: I, it it's a storyline. It's about, you know, right? the... The possibilities of that horror coming at you, you might fuck up and get a cube, bro.
0: See, mind you, the first two horror movies that I, I remember watching was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, and it was the part where Freddy ripped off his head and you saw his brain. Yeah. I was about 12 ish, 11 at the time when I saw that. Yeah. And then it was Hellraiser when the guy was coming back to life and you saw his, out, his insides yeah. and then he was eating people to get formed again. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And ever since then, <laughs> I, I love it, man. That was know.
2: Hellraiser 2, wasn't it?
0: Was it? Okay, see, I, I don't even remember Hellraiser. which one. I think
2: it was Hellraiser 2 and, uh, yeah. he
0: The one he in the attic? To, he was living in the attic or had something? had to
2: kill people to, yes. uh, for him to eat? Yeah, Exactly.
0: There you go. Yes, that's it.
2: <laughs> but they're coming out with, with a lot more crazier movies, too, in, in the horror uh, genres. I really liked, uh, what was it? Yeah. Uh, I
0: think it? It was uh, hereditary. That was a good one. Yes, I hereditary. That one. I was. That like, was a mind fuck. <laughs> I
2: mean, at first I was like, eh, and
1: then it picks it just,
0: up. <laughs> yeah, and and those are. I guess that's what the new horror is now. It's the more of the mind fucks, the the storytelling of people getting possessed, uh, people going crazy, like you know what I mean, stuff yeah. like that, right? Because again, that shit could potentially happen. Like, you're never yeah. going to see someone like Jason who keeps getting up, bullet after bullet, coming after yeah. you, who walks faster than you run. That's oh, shit's I love not gonna Friday
2: happen. the 13th, though, bro.
0: <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I love it, too. But, again, you have to know that it's never going to happen. Like, I'm not scared of camping because of Jason. I'm scared of camping because of wild animals. That shit's real. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> Jeepers Creepers, too, bro. Who, who would win? Jeepers Creepers okay. or Jason?
0: It has to be Jason. Come on.
2: Why not? Both of them are, are pretty much invincible
0: that's true but then again you could think really anyone's invincible if if you put them in the right setting like if, if you're having a dream like well we've had the actual movie what actually no i take it back one of my favorites is freddie versus jason because it brought together the both oh, franchises yeah. and that was an awesome homage to both so i love that one the most probably and see and they're, they're approved in real life jason is stronger but in the dream world no one could touch freddie right so yep I don't know.
2: And at the end, it was kind of like a a mindfuck too because, I mean, he held Freddy's head at the end and then Freddy was like, winking, you know? I'm still waiting
0: for that fucking sequel. Someone get on it. Wes Craven, (laughs) somebody, I don't care, man. I want it. (laughs) All right, floor's all yours. Plug your shit where people could find you. Anything up and coming, where people could contact you, or they could reach you.
2: Yeah, man, um, I'm fighting here uh, October 30th. Uh, gets a six and zero guy' around the corner uh, from LFA in Texas he's uh, he's he's a pretty tough opponent but I get to fight him October 30th get get another uh, win on my uh, on my belt then um, hopefully um, december 29th I can get on that rising card with fador and um, rampage yep but besides that you guys can look me up on Instagram at the underscore monkey god uh, same as Twitter. You can look me up as Jared Brooks on Facebook. Uh, I'll be your friend. I'm not one of those dickheads that won't follow you back.
0: There you go. That's awesome. And for myself, (laughs) you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, under Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. And most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review. It's just as important as downloading and listening at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, soundcloud spotify or iHeartRadio, and as you heard at the top of the show i now have a merchandise store once again so please support me directly it really helps me out it makes the show keep going and to have great guests like today
2: yeah i got you man hey you did a great job and uh i'm looking forward to, to talking to you more and i hope so i'll i'll pay attention to your other podcasts too so uh people Go look into the podcast.
0: And since, okay, perfect. Thank you that you plug in. Now I don't feel bad and I don't feel like a douche doing this. If you're an MMA fan and you're listening for the first time, go back. I've had Heron Gracie on the show. I've had Elias Theodoro on the show. Up and comer from England, Paddy the Batty Pimblet, I've had Leo Kuntz on the show. Retired UFC fighter, Sam Stout. The list goes on and on. I was just at Extreme Couture interviewing the GM there. So please give me a listen. Check it out. Hopefully you'll be entertained. And it's free, so you can't go wrong. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong. It's free, baby. There you go. On that note, he's the monkey god. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.